Is there a serial killer in Austin? People from across the country are asking that question. Four bodies have been found in Lady Bird Lake during the last two months, even more over the last decade. Oh, shut the fuck up. I'm scared. The Rainy Street Ripper. Report suspicious activities and call 911 for immediate response. Welcome to Straight Out of Philly. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Straight Out of Philly. I'm your host, Brent Snyder. And I want to say thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow our show on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at StraightOut215. And please keep an eye on our YouTube page. I will be adding some interesting clips and videos on past and upcoming shows. It's definitely something you don't want to miss. second dab of cologne on and close and lock your door as you walk outside. Finally, a night out on the town. You've been waiting for this moment for the past week. Maybe your best friend is getting married and you're throwing a bachelor party at the local bars that litter Rainy Street in downtown Austin. Maybe it's his birthday and everyone wants to celebrate by going out dancing or trying to get lucky. Who knows the reason, but you've been looking forward to this all week. Hopping into the Uber, the discussion on where to start the night begins. Maybe you two decide to grab a bite to eat first and then hit the tent. Maybe a trip straight to the club is what's calling you guys. But whatever the decision, you just want to have a fun, relaxing night out. No worries, no drama. A few hours later, you guys end up at the one of the more popular spots on Rainy Street. A spot you know there will be a large contingent of ladies for both of you to hit on. <laughs> before we head to the dance floor. After a few songs, I decided to find a table and relax for a few. Looking around, your best friend is nowhere to be found. Maybe you got lucky and left with the girl. No, that's not it. You see her heading her way back from the bathroom. Maybe he went to the bathroom. When he doesn't come back after a few moments, you start to worry. This isn't like that. You start to worry a little, but you get sidetracked as you grab your arm for more dance. Closing time, and your friend is still nowhere to be found. You try calling him, no answer. Text messages, no replies. Normally, you would go looking for him, but with a few drinks in you, his disappearance is brushed off because maybe he had too much to drink and headed home. It's happened before. You don't worry. Waking up with an incapacitating hangover, you check your phone. Still nothing. No missed calls or texts. Now you start to worry. Unfortunately, this has been happening a lot over the past few months in the once sleepy city of Austin, Texas. Known for its live music scene, the capital of Texas is a relatively safe and quaint city. With a population just under one million, Austin is a small city where it seems like everyone knows each other. 
Taco trucks lined the busy streets outside the numerous art galleries. Longhorn sweatshirts and t-shirts adorn the University of Texas students enjoying a break from their studies. Unemployment is less than 3%. Crime throughout the city is slightly below the norm for the country, at least violent crime anyway. You have roughly a 0.005% of becoming a victim of violent crime. Austin is not a city where one would think or feel unsafe during a night out in town, especially if you stay out of the rough areas, just like any other city or town. But for the residents of Austin, that feeling of safety has been broken in the past few months. Bodies have been washing up throughout the neighboring Ladybird Lake. It looks like four men have been found dead. Some two miles away from the main party dike, Rainy Street. Even though the Austin PD is saying all the right things, our initial information doesn't show anything suspicious. Residents are becoming increasingly alarmed, and some might even say paranoid. Are the residents watching too much true crime shows and seeing nefarious acts around every corner? Are these deaths just unfortunate accidents and or suicide? Or just maybe, does Austin have a serial killer roaming the street looking for drunk, incoherent men? Nothing has... Uh, has come to light that would indicate that there is a serial killer in Austin. Whatever the reasoning for these deaths, we will find out the truth. This is Brent Snyder, and we'll be right back. During the summer in the late 1970s, a deranged and sick individual terrorized New York City killing numerous New Yorkers and injuring many, many more. David Berkowitz, AKA the 44 killer, known by everyone as the son of Sam, was one of the most notorious serial killers in New York history. But did he act alone? According to investigative reporter Maury Terry, he did not. In his recently released Ultimate Evil, The Search for the Sons of Sam, Terry lays out the controversial evidence groundwork that not only was it there a single accomplice, there were multiple accomplices involved in the Son of Sam murders. Coming in at over 500 pages, this book is a must-read for the upcoming summer months. Once done, watch the new Netflix series based on the same very book. You won't be disappointed. Philadelphia has Northern Liberties. San Antonio has Riverwalk. New Orleans has Bourbon Street. Miami, South Beach. And many, many beaches up and down the eastern seaboard have boardwalks. Places where visitors and residents alike can head for a fun, relaxing night out on the town. Austin, Texas, no different. Rainy Street, a one half mile stretch of bars, nightclubs, and restaurants, offers revelers everything from live music to art galleries with dozens of food trucks littered in between. If after visiting Rainy Street and you go home disappointed, I'm sorry, I can't help you. No matter what you're into, you can definitely find it on Rainy Street. Once a residential area, Rainy Street now houses dozens of bars that are fashioned out of old bungalows, making the experience unique and unparalleled. Over 30 million people visit Austin 
annually, and most end up on Rainy Street at one point during their visits. As a fan of people watching, I know it sounds very suspicious, definitely with what we're talking about today. Rainy Street is the place to be. With almost every bar offering outdoor seating, it's the prime spot for those of us who like having a drink, maybe a cigar, and watch various types of people walking about. A brisk two-mile walk from Rainy Street sits one of the largest lakes in the Austin area, Ladybird Lake. Known for its 10-mile bike and hike trail, Ladybird Lake also offers a myriad of other activities such as open-air markets, festivals, and parties. Even though the city prohibits motor vehicles such as boats, jet skis, etc., they do offer canoeing, kayaking, and other non-motorized activities. Both locations offer amazing activities for those of you listeners wanting to get out, enjoy a drink, and some amazing time with nature along the boardwalk or hiking trail of Ladybird Lake. That is, until young men begin disappearing and their bodies being found throughout the lake. What is causing the uptick dead bodies floating in the lake. Why now? Is there something nefarious and wicked going on that the public is being left in the dark about? After this break, we will dive deeper into this topic. I'm Brent Snyder, and you're listening to South Philly's number one podcast, Straight Out of Philly. shooter scenario plays out somewhere in this great country. A mall, shopping center, outdoor festival, any establishment where hordes of people flock for a good time. But to those madmen who wish to inflict harm on us, having fun doesn't matter. They look at the world through a completely different spectrum than you and I. Law enforcement can't be everywhere at once. 15 minutes is the average response time for law enforcement reaction to an active shooter. You must be ready to protect your family no matter the cost. Arm yourself constantly, and always remember to follow all local, state, and federal laws regarding pistols, permits, and the concealed carry. Remember, the only thing that could be standing between you and your family upright or vertical is your ability to protect them. If you're going to carry, please do it legally, carefully, and responsibly. start washing up on the shore within a very short time, people become scared. Just within the past two or three months, four bodies were found washed up on the shores of the Lake Berkeley. Between February 13th and April 15th, Jason John, Cliff Axtell, Jonathan Honey, and Christopher Clark were all found deceased after being reported missing by their families and or friends. I mean, four bodies being found within a three-month period is bad enough. 
but to make it even worse, nine bodies, that's right, nine bodies have been found within the shores of the lake between 2022 and 2023. That's right, listeners, nine bodies. While some of the bodies have not been identified, it doesn't fucking matter. We're not talking a single or two. We're talking about nine bodies within two years. That is insane. If you break it down, that is almost a body being found every two months. To make it even scarier, if we go back to 2008, there have been at least 29 bodies found with the limits of the lake. Did you know that the FBI estimates that up to 300 serial killers are active in the U.S. on any given day? We're able to access whatever we need or want within seconds. Gone are the days of going to the library, coming through the card catalogs and microfiche, trying to find the information we need. Now, we just pull out our iPhone or Samsung, punch a few words, and voila. Everything we need is on our 6.7-inch phone screen. But, because of this, we are able to stay up to date on whatever circuit, and I can tell you this. This case, right here happening in Austin, is drawing worldwide attention. In just a few moments on the net, I found articles from different cities, not only throughout the United States, but throughout the world as well. Armchair detectives, myself included, have been going crazy, analyzing every bit of information you can find regarding Ladybird Lake, Rainy Street, and Austin, Texas. Having a law enforcement background, the information seeping out of Texas is, to say the least, very interesting. The names, dates, and locations of the individuals found deceased raises some very important questions, not only for us listeners, but their families as well. Families in these situations need a sense of closure, something that can make them understand what happened, final moments of their loved one's life. I'm not saying that I'll be able to help them with that. But hopefully, with the attention this is receiving, someone in either the APD or the FBI will be able to help. After this break, in the areas surrounding the lake, possible scenarios, and the observations of not only the locals, but law enforcement as well. You're listening to Murder Lake. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Straight Out of Philly. I'm Brent Snyder, and thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms and on YouTube. Email with any ideas or suggestions. Straight Out 215 at gmail.com. Austin, Texas, on Rainy Street, asking people if there really is a serial killer in Austin, Texas. Well, at least we'll go over what we know and maybe narrow down the suspect list any way we can. Or maybe it's just where we talk about what we want to happen, even though the exact opposite is going to. Anyways, let's rehash the facts real quick. One. 
Over the past few months, eight bodies have been found in Ladybird Lake after being reported missing by family or friends. Each and every one of the victims were mostly single men between the ages of 30 and 40. Three, all seen last either on or near Rainy Street. Four, each and every death has been labeled either suicide or accident. Not one has been labeled anything even suspicious. Every so-called expert has been weighing in pushing their own ideas and agendas whether or not there's a serial killer dropping bodies into Murder Lake. Me and my dog are trying to eat. I don't really give a f about a serial killer. So, no matter what information is put out there, we have two combating sides of the story, just like always. One side where people see a serial killer lurking behind every tree and lamppost, which, in this case, I tend to agree and those who agree with the law enforcement about them all being either suicides or just unfortunate accidents. Each and every one of them. I'll say no, there's not a serial killer there. I think someone's dumbass enough to get drunk enough to pass out in the goddamn lake. You know what? Hey, that, that sucks. But guess what? No. So let's run with that idea for a moment. The idea that every one of these were, was a suicide and or accident. Why the uh, they're saying that these guys are getting drugged. Why someplace almost two miles away from where you were last seen? I know we've all been to a point where we had a little too much to drink and couldn't even make it to the bathroom without falling over. Let alone almost two miles to accidentally fall into a lake and drown. For them to walk the two miles to the lake, they had to be going there for a reason and not suicide. Was it on the way home? Were they meeting someone there? Did they just want to go for a little late night swim, even though no swimming is allowed in the lake? Without any of those answers, we might never know what they ended up in that lake for that night. Suicide, different story possibly. The lake does have a few bridges that converse the lake. But by looking at Google Maps, I personally don't believe that they are high enough for someone to kill themselves just by jumping off. Maybe combine that with the alcohol in the system, but who knows? Our initial information doesn't show anything suspicious. But, but despite police repeatedly saying no foul play is suspected. As of now, the Austin PD is not doing the public any favors by being transparent as a shit-stained window in regards to this investigation. One or two statements regarding the bodies, and that's it, nothing else. One statement disregarding the serial kill aspect, nothing else. Nothing has, uh, has come to light that would indicate that there is a serial killer in Austin. Austin Police Chief Joseph Jacone says he knows about the rumors so and says they're just not true. I, I realize that there is a uh, rampant rumor uh, about a potential serial killer here in Austin. We found no evidence of that. Chief Chacon adds these deaths aren't anything out of the ordinary. It's tragic. 
Uh, it's a horrible circumstance that we have these. He says people have died in the lake every year for a long period of time. And so some of them are accidental. Unfortunately, some of them are also suicide. He says APD will continue to investigate each case as they come and says if anything changes, the public will know. And when we can and when it's appropriate to draw uh, conclusions that some of them might be related, we would, believe me, we would be passing that information along to the public very promptly. Is there a wonder why a Facebook page called the Lady Bird Lake Killer has almost 100,000 members already when there's absolutely nothing coming from the police? We will start doing our own investigations and see what we can uncover. When we get back from break, we will dive into some of the theories floating around the internet and community. You won't want to miss that. We'll be right back. Kevin Gannon, a retired NYPD detective who investigated the 
spy face killers as a private eye believes that there's a serial killer on loose in Austin just from the sheer number of victims and the fact that there's so many in such a short period of time. Similar to the smiley face killers, locals have been seeing an uptick in smiley face graffiti around the scenes where the bodies were found. Is this just young kids fucking around and trying to be funny? Or is there something more sinister going on? Many, many residents believe that these men who are being found in the lake are being lured there by someone or a group of people from somewhere on Rainy Street. How do they get them there and how do they get them to go along? Well, there are a few plausible answers. One way is just abducting them off the street. This, of course, would require more than just one perp, but this scenario has been definitely known to happen, especially during after hours in quiet and secluded alleyways. Another way, which is growing in popularity throughout Austin, is that these victims being roofied. As we all know, it's super easy to slide something into someone's drink without anyone seeing it. Wait a little, and voila, the victim will do anything and everything you want and not remember a thing about it. Talk about compliance. And according to the DEA, roofies, GHB, and other date rape drugs stay in your system for anywhere between 24 and 72 hours. If the body's been missing for, say, 7 to 10 days, by the time it's found, any indication of the drug will be completely out of their system, making it look basically like a suicide or an accident. Here's another theory that's gaining some traction as of late. Um, and the one that I'm kind of leaning towards too is myself. Maybe, not all, but some went there to meet someone. Maybe they met them at the bar, an online app, or just met them at the park. But I do think some of them were there on their own volition. Well, at least first. Seven minutes total. Wow! Oh, hey, wait your turn. Parks are known areas for those who wish to remain, how do we say it, anonymous on the down low? It's common knowledge. There's even a scene about it in the classic movie, There's Something About Mary. I'm not saying by any means that all the victims went there looking for some down low action. Hell, maybe none of them did. But the numbers don't lie, and I would not be surprised one bit to find out if a few of them did. Either way, the distance between the Ladybird Lake and Rainy Street is a hike when you're drunk. It's a hike for some of us when we're sober, let alone drunk. The victims are not just walking to the lake after closing time for a nice midnight stroll. I personally think downtown Austin is a mess right now. 
and until the police department comes clean and truthful, the city of Nightlife will continue to take a hit for the time being. The town on Rainy Street, by myself, intoxicated and alone after 2 a.m. Alright guys, I hope that you have all your seatbelts fastened and drink secure because it's time we get to the nitty gritty and it's going to be a bumpy ride. I must say though, with these headphones, I hate it when I forget to turn the volume down. Because next hand now, I'm fucking yelling in my own goddamn hen and this fucks me up. But anyways, let's get back to the road. Bye now. For anyone who's stuck with me this far, there is some sort of inkling something fishy is going in, going on in Rainy Street or Lady Bird Area Lake of Austin, Texas. You might not be a true believer yet, but there is absolutely no way you can look at all this and just say, "Oh, it's bullshit." And com That's complete and utter bullshit. Well. I mean, you can, but I do reserve the right to call you a complete moron who probably still believes that COVID-19 started by a Chinese farmer eating a bat. Fucking idiot. You fucking idiot, retard. For anyone with any law enforcement experience or just common sense, there is too many coincidences occurring to make this just all suicides and or accidents. The majority of the bodies being pulled from the lake, especially within the past few months, have all been male between the ages of 30 and 40 and all last seen on or near Rainy Street, almost a whole two miles away. One or two? Sure, I could consider it a coincidence. But almost 10 in less than one year, all the same sex at age, Come on now, you have to open your eyes and your mind to the possibility that there could be some demented fuck serial killer lurking through the shadows of Rainy Street. Could Rainy Street become the new killing fields of Texas?
All right, give me the benefit of the doubt here, just for a second, and hear me out. Just say, for my humor, that there could be something funny going on. How could someone get all those able-bodied young men away from their friends and bars to the lake almost two miles away and lead them to their death in the icy cold water of Ladybird Lake? Quite simple, my friends. Drugs, drugs, drugs. Roofies, GHB, and any other drug that can render someone unconscious. It's all you need. That and a willing participant, and you got a perfect crime. But wait one second. The drug theory only works if the unfortunate victims didn't intend on visiting the lake after hours with the stranger. Like I said before, lakes and parks are notoriously cruising spots for both out and closeted gay men. It's unfortunate, but the dark, creepy undergrowth and shadows allow for the most creepiest of the creeps and perverts to prey on those just looking for a fun time, away from the condescending and judging eyes of the friends and family. Okay, so back to the drug theory. Before we get too far into this theory, let's do a little background first. As we all know, or we at least should know at our age, an infinite wisdom is that any drug can be used to render someone unconscious or incapacitated, no matter the, the legality of said drug. I'm sure not a lot of listeners know this, because I didn't, but alcohol is the number one drug used in all sexual assaults and rapes. Who would have thought that, right? That's not something you hear too often during the Super Bowl commercials. Smiling guy holding a beer with the announcer saying, Please remember to drink responsible and don't rape anybody. <laughs> That's not funny, but in a way it is. Okay, we all know now that alcohol is the leading drug used to rape people. But when it comes to illegal drugs, rehypnol are known on the street as roofies is the real deal. Believe it or not, Ruhypna has no legal reasoning to be medically used at all in the United States. Rubies can render a person completely unconscious and allow the rapist to basically mold the victim like a mound of putty, doing whatever he wishes with a knocked victim. Another known illegal substance or drug used to viciously rape unsuspecting victims is GHB, which causes a sense of euphoria and intoxication. Many addicts abuse this drug for its effect on the user's central nervous system, which produces an extremely depressed state. Ketamine, which is used medically as a short-acting anesthetic, is yet another drug abused and used to assault and rape unwilling victims. Ketamine was made famous in Fear and Loathing of Las Vegas, the drug-induced frenzy of a movie starring Johnny Depp. We all know that one. Okay, now we know what drugs are used to viciously rape and assault the victim. How do the perps do it? Very, very fucking 
easy. The sick and slick perps just drop the powder in the drinks and let it do its magic. Within minutes, the victim is putting their hands. I can't imagine doing this to someone. How can a person rationalize the drugging of some innocent person just because you're a sick and twisted fuck? Go rent an escort. Pick up a whore downtown. Jerk off to midget porn. Do whatever you need or want to do. Just leave those out looking for a fun time with the friends alone. Sorry, sorry, I got off, got off topic there. So back to the topic at hand. Each of these drugs lasts only a few hours in the systems of the victim. One could say that it'd be very, very easy to slip a beautiful young lady, or maybe in this case, a handsome young man, a drink laced with your favorite poisonous concoction. Wait for it to kick in and lead them to their unsuspecting death less than two miles away. After violating your victim, albeit by raping and or just consensual sex, which by the way is not a thing when any type of illegal drugs are involved, you sick fucks. You just gently push them and their unresponsive bodies into the lake, walk away, and start your next hunt rush. Like nothing happened. Because in your sick, twisted, fucked up of a mind, nothing did happen. That's what's wrong with these individuals who feel they need to inflict this much pain and murder into a community like Austin. When one is talking about the possibilities, the list can be endless. Bad childhood, abused as a child by some relative, exposed to a trigger at years of early development. Who the fuck knows? Basically all it is, it's an excuse. Oh, daddy diddled me. Now I must kill people. Get the fuck out of here. But anyways, people listen to it, and we have to too. There could be a million possible answers and why these sick fucks do what they do. In my opinion, there's only one topic that concerns me. That's how to stop these fuckers before they get off on killing more innocent people. How, you ask, can we stop them if the police won't even give in to the possibility that there could be a serial killer roaming the streets of Austin? We form some sort of vigilante group, hunt down these fuckers, fillet them, throw them in the lake themselves. Even though that doesn't sound like a bad idea, I doubt the Austin PD would like that. You might get in trouble, but hey, fuck it. I'm with you. Anyways, until the uh, Austin PD actually acknowledges they might have an issue, the resources that they need won't become available. Task force won't be established. And then these lip-dick women haters will still meander aimlessly, looking for the next easy prey. Because that's all they look for, easy prey. They're too scared and weak to find someone that could put up a fight. They need to go after the weak ones. That's right, the weak ones, the drunk, the drug, the almost incoherent victims. They are nothing but sick fuckers. Sick fuckers who need to be caught, beat, and 
taught a lesson. So, after this is break, we'll be right back. Please, 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 don't go anywhere. listening to South Philly's number one true crime podcast, Straight Out of Philly. I'm your host, Brent Schneider, and make sure you check out our new and improved YouTube and Instagram pages. More swag from the show will be released shortly. You don't want to miss it. Welcome back, fuckers. Hopefully, everyone kept a close eye on their drinks while on break. I mean, I don't want anyone waking up tied to a bed with big red ball gang shoved in your mouth. If you leave your drink alone and that happens, remember, don't forget I warned you. You have no one to blame but yourself. Remember, you'll always keep your drinks with you. Murder Lake. One of the biggest true crime stories of the past few months. Bodies being found, law enforcement doing nothing, residents scared. Sounds like something straight out of a new screen movie. Will the nightmare ever end for the residents, visitors, and employees of Rainy Street? Will little eight-year-old Jimmy ever be able to walk the shores of Ladybird Lake without tripping over a decaying lake? We can only hope so. Just pay attention to your surroundings. Don't go out alone. Don't leave your drinks. And do not, I repeat, do not go to Ladybird Lake with a stranger for some anonymous fun. You just might not make it back. Be safe. Check your six. And protect those you love. This is Brent Snyder from Straight Out of Philly. Be safe. We're out. Real nigga, what up? If you ain't about that murder game, then pussy nigga, shut up. If you dip me in your ass, I get your pussy ass stuck up. When you touch down in my hood, know that toy life ain't good. Catch me down in my ass. And that heat game on wood. With that pull my life on my feet, like that little engine I could. Boy, I slide down in your block. Bike on 12 o'clock. And they be throwing deuces on the same nigga they watch. And I'm the king of my city, cause I'm still calling them shots. And these lanes talking that bullshit, the same niggas that fly. I'm the same nigga from first street with them neck braids that lie.